This is the podcast, Notable Speeches, and we thank you for being with us. This time, a speech by first-term Republican U.S. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia. Unlike most congressional freshmen, she has received an outsized share of attention from the press and social media, not unlike that given to Democratic Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, except that for Marjorie Taylor Greene, the press coverage and social media attention has tended to be sharply critical. Green is commonly referred to as a far-right conspiracy theorist who has supported white supremacist and anti-Semitic views. For her part, Green dismisses such characterizations as lies and name-calling. She describes herself on social media as quoting now a Christian, wife, mother, and proud American. In late February, Marjorie Taylor Greene spoke at a conference sponsored by the America First Foundation, and that is the speech you'll hear in just a moment. The press, and even some conservatives, have characterized the foundation as a white nationalist group, but we should note that the program for the gathering at which Representative Greene spoke included African-American speakers. On its website, the America First Foundation describes itself as a civic organization that seeks to educate, promote, and advocate for conservative values based on principles of American nationalism, Christianity, and traditionalism. And the site says that the group's annual conference serves as a forum for free thinkers who oppose mass immigration, foreign wars, and social decay. Marjorie Taylor Greene was born in Milledgeville, Georgia, in 1974. She holds a degree in business administration from the University of Georgia. She won an overwhelming election victory in 2020, her first run for political office, becoming the representative for Georgia's 14th congressional district. Her campaign theme was Stop Socialism, Save America. Greene and her husband Perry have been married for 27 years. They have three children. Here is Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene speaking in late February to the America First Political Action Conference in Orlando, Florida. Well, hello, canceled Americans. You know, I'm thrilled to be here with you tonight, and I'll tell you why. I think I need to talk to you about who I am and what I see as the future for our country and the future for all of you. You see, you might know me as a member of Congress, but you need to know me a little bit better. My name is Marjorie Taylor Greene. I am the daughter of the King, the one true living God, the Alpha, the Omega, our Father in Heaven, and I am a forgiven sinner washed in the blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise God. Amen. Christ is King. Now, we are the fortunate ones to be born as Americans, but we have a serious issue going forward, ladies and gentlemen. You see, it's my parents' generation, it's my generation that has failed this youth generation. The generation of my children, my children are 18, 22, and 24 years old, and I am so afraid for their future. I'm afraid for your future. You see, you've been handed something you shouldn't have been handed. You've been handed the responsibility to stand up and fight for our Constitution and stand for our freedoms and stop the Democrats who are the Communist Party 
of the United States of America. But even more so, if you're a Christian, you've been called to something bigger. And this is what I want to talk to you about today. Our country has gone down a road that we should have never gone down. We have gone down the road of staying silent and allowing sin to take root and to destroy the very fabric, the moral fabric of our society. We are now a country, and I can't even believe to, that I'm a part of this, but I'm a part of Congress where on the first day where I was sworn in, the rules that we voted on destroyed gender. And I have to tell you how heartbreaking that was to me because on the walls of the United States House Chamber, where I work every single day, it says, and it's engraved in the walls above the speaker's desk, it says, in God we trust. But on the first day of Congress, we voted on rules, and in the rules that we voted on, and I voted no, it destroyed God's creation because it destroyed gender. And the reason why that's so appalling is because in Genesis, it tells us that God created us in his image, male and female, he created us. But you know what happened that day? The Democrats who control the United States Congress said that gender no longer matters. There's no such thing as male and female, no such thing as mother, father, sister, brother, grandfather, grandfather, and so on. They destroyed family names, they destroyed pronouns. And I knew from that day forward that everything that this Congress does that I am tragically heartbroken to be a part of is evil. And it's been a heartbreaking situation. Now I want you to know I have stood boldly for the truth. And because I have stood boldly that there are only two genders, male and female, I am attacked every single day. I even have a sign outside my office that says there's only two genders, male and female. Trust the science. <laughs> it's, it's pretty simple. But it matters to me, and I'll tell you why. As an American woman, I'm very proud to be an American woman. I don't live in another country where I'm treated like a dog. I am a proud American woman. I can own a gun. I graduated from college. I've been a successful business owner. I'm a wife and I'm a mother. And being a mother is the greatest thing I will ever do in my lifetime. And because I'm a mother and I have two daughters and I have a son, I will fight very hard, as hard as I possibly can, to keep biological men out of our bathrooms, out of our sports, out of women's privacy. And I'm also fighting hard for an America that will stand up for that truth because it's, it has gotten too far. We cannot be a country that allows truth to be destroyed. We cannot be a country that allows gender to be destroyed. There are only two genders, male and female, and it's important for us to stand for that vital truth. Because if we can't stand up for God's creation, then how are we going to ever stand up for the unborn? The unborn, thank you. 
Yes, cheer for them. You see, abortion is genocide. And you want to talk about people who are canceled? Those people are canceled, over 63 million people just here in our country. But they have the right to happiness. They have the right to life. But the Democrat Party doesn't believe so. They call abortion women's health care. And this is appalling. That is not health care. It's murder. Now, we have to do everything we can to stand up for the unborn. Because when we can end abortion, our nation will truly heal. And I believe that's when we can return to all the good things that we have been promised as Americans. But we have to be the ones that stand up for it. Now, let's talk a little bit further. We're also in dangerous times. You see, just over a year ago, we lived in a world of peace. We didn't have wars happening. We were living in good times. We didn't have inflation out of control. Gas prices weren't out of control. And our border was not being invaded every single day. We were building a wall, and we were securing our border. And that's something we must return to. tell you something. I would never let someone break in my house and eat the food in my fridge and sleep on my sofa because they don't belong there. When criminals invade our country, they must be deported. Illegal aliens should be sent back to where they come from. We have to end sanctuary cities. We have to end sanctuary cities. We also have to end dangerous fentanyl coming across our border. It's being laced in drugs by the Mexican cartels, and that's coming straight from the CCP. Fentanyl is now the number one cause of death for 18 to 45-year-olds, not COVID-19. Surprise, surprise. But we face more dangerous things as Americans. You see, the Democrat Party doesn't care about our country. And sadly, there's Republicans that feel the same way. The Uniparty in Washington has sold us out. And they will continue to sell us out. And I'm going to tell you how right now. You see, we're no longer energy independent, and we should be. America is a strong country filled with abundant resources. There is no reason why we should be depending on any other country for our energy. But the Democrats want to change the way Americans drive. They want you to be forced to drive electric vehicles. That's not something happening. That's not something happening through supply and demand, but that is what Joe Biden and the Democrats want, and it's something that we have to stop. America only competes in the electric vehicle battery market by 4%, but China controls the world market by over 85%. So if you think gas prices are bad right now and they're going to go up, let me tell you what's going to happen. The Democrats and the propaganda media and the Hollywood actors and elites are going to try to convince all of you young people that you need to give up your gas or diesel-powered engines and switch to electric vehicles. But that what they're going to be doing is selling you out and forcing you to rely on China to drive your car. 
It's going to get worse than that, though. It's going to get worse than the infrastructure bill that I voted no on. It funds for $7.5 billion, 500,000 electric vehicle charging stations across the country. Now, here's the problem. What happens when we switch to solar and wind, like all the climate believers in the Democrat Party want us to switch to? We will not be able to produce enough electricity to charge our vehicles to drive. If you think there, there's problems right now, the Democrats are driving us into a future, literally driving us into a future that we cannot sustain. So it's not only that we have serious holes in the moral fabric of our society, we have a very dangerous future ahead for all of America. It's bad enough that they sent our jobs overseas decades ago, but here's where they're going. They're forcing us to be slaves to China for energy, and they don't care anything about our country and our future. So here's what I propose. I'm currently working very hard on a program called the American Revival. This is a plan where we will move our country, our tax dollars, and our people all together as one family to America First policies. That's right, America first, so that's how it should have always been. But, now, while we are in these dangerous times, we have to work hard to take back control of our government. The Democrats are in full control right now, and it's very difficult to accomplish anything. Since I've been a member of Congress, I've been attacked more than any other freshman member of Congress in United States history. I lost my personal campaign Twitter account and was banned. Do you want to know why? Because I tweeted out the truth about COVID-19. I said that the COVID vaccine sh should not be FDA approved. I talked about all the... I talked about all of the vaccine injuries and deaths reported on the VAERS system, and I called for investigations into those injuries and deaths, and I said that anyone under 65 should not be forced to take the vaccine. As a matter of fact, no one should be forced. It should be a choice. I also called for an end to masking, and masking children is child abuse. But big tech, who is totally integrated with our United States government, decided that my tweets were misinformation. And so the propaganda machine, the propaganda machine took over and they deleted my account. But all, I know many of you in this room knows exactly what that feels like because you know what it's like to be canceled. And that's why I'm here to talk to you tonight. I don't believe anyone should be canceled. I don't believe in separating people and identities. I don't believe in separating people in classes, but that's what the Democrats believe in because that's what Marxism is. That's what communism is. And I know it's hard to comprehend, but in China, they separate people by class. And the Democrats have learned that very same trick and they're trying to do the same thing to all of us here in America and separate us by identity. Well, I reject identity politics because there's one thing I know. 
It doesn't matter what your skin color is or any of these choices and all of these things that are said. It matters who you are as a person. It matters who you are in your character. And it matters how you treat other people and the type of life you live. And so we have to stand together as Americans. <laughs> we have to stand together as Americans and make sure that our government and our hard-earned tax dollars, because believe me, it takes a lot of hard work to earn money, that all of that money is serving our country, not serving foreign country, building bridges and roads and schools, but it's working for our country, securing our border, bringing our jobs back home, and making sure that our people are being taken care of. And then lastly, what we have to do is we have to make sure that this young generation that is facing such a critical time, a time like never before in our American history, that you all have a future. And that's something that really matters to me. But this government has failed you, and it makes me sick, and it makes me angry every single day. As a matter of fact, that's the whole reason why I ran for Congress. Because this is what I see in forward in the future. We are actually going to have to find a time where we know what it's like to stand for our faith as Christians. We know what it's like to actually stand up for our freedoms in the face of tyranny, and that's what the Democrat Party is. You see, they haven't spoken against Justin Trudeau, the son of Fidel Castro, have they? <laughs> nope. And while Nancy Pelosi has erected and built a gigantic wall around the Capitol where I go to work on Monday, they're terrified of truckers coming to town in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Well, I have to tell you, I find that pretty amusing because Nancy Pelosi gets her beloved Dove bars from truckers. They deliver those to her local grocery store where I'm sure her staff goes and buys them for her. Every day, that's right. Well, those truckers are hopefully coming to town to Washington, D.C. to show Washington what it really means because they're hard-working, good people. And the hardworking good people of this nation are the only people that I care about. I don't care about the elites in Washington. I could care less about the establishment. I don't even care about the political party names. I don't care about the lobbyists, the big donors. I don't care about K Street. I could care less about the media and any of it. What I care about most of all is I care about regular everyday Americans I care about my family and friends, and I care about every single one of you having the opportunity to live your American dream. And you want to know why that is? Because we have an incredible, amazing Constitution, and we are guaranteed these rights and these freedoms that must be protected. So I want to thank you. <laughs> I want to thank you so much for hearing me speak tonight, and I want to encourage every single one of you to make sure that you're doing your Christian duty. If you're a Christian, make sure that you're praying every single day for our nation, praying for peace, because that's what it tells us to do in the Bible, and also praying for our future as Americans. So thank you so much, everyone. God bless you, and I hope you have a great night. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican of Georgia, speaking February 25th, 
to the America First Political Action Conference. You can subscribe to the Notable Speeches podcast via your favorite podcast app, and your comments and suggestions are always welcome. Email feedback at notablespeeches.com. I'm Joseph Slife.